This is WJXCLP, Jackson, Mississippi Catholic Radio, 107.9 FM. Your home for Bruin Sports Radio coverage of St. Joe Bruin football, Bruin basketball, and the Bruin Buzz Live every Friday evening and Monday morning. This week on the show, host Turner Brown will be interviewing Mr. Madison Upendo about the upcoming fall play. You're listening to the Bruin Buzz Live. I'm your host, Turner Brown. Today we have a special guest, Mr. Madison Upendo. Good morning. Now, so with the um, fall play right around the corner, there's probably, you know, a lot of stress coming through, right? Um, we've worked through a lot of it. Uh, last week was tech week, so any anything that we were nervous about or had any stresses about, we were able to work through those kinks. And then Saturday was uh, extra helpful uh, because we had some parents come through to put in a lot of hard work. And uh, we had some of the cast and crew members show up on their Saturday, even after that long tech week. And uh, we, we did as, we did our very best. So uh, after today's rehearsal, that'll really solidify what we got. And from here, it's we just enjoy the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, those tech rehearsals, you know, the long, long nights, those mm-hmm. are challenging. Yep. And tech, uh, tech rehearsals all across the board, right? If it's a small community play all the way up to Broadway, tech rehearsals are brutal. But uh, we, we toughed it out very well. Uh, I was really excited to see how well the cast and crew pulled together to continue to encourage each other and strengthen each other, even with the long days of being up here from 7 in the morning to 9.30 at night. They uh, stayed positive, again, really buckled down and got a lot of work done. So I'm really proud to see the camaraderie and the friendships and uh, just the, just the heart behind uh, these students here. Yeah, this year we had, you know, the seventh graders in the play. How did mm-hmm. that, like, turn out? Seventh graders were amazing. They uh, really stepped up to the plate. Uh, I actually had a couple of seventh graders really uh, – stand out with how well they how quickly they memorized in lines uh, got their blocking solidified and got their showdown and it, it, it was very encouraging to see how eager they were to put the show on and I even um, had a couple of students seventh graders for sure who really had to work through some anxiety and some anxiousness about performing but once they got into their characters once they saw the costumes and once they saw uh that they had friends who were in the same boat with them they really started to shine so this was this was a good a good test run and i'm excited to see what they do in the future yeah that's the big thing about all theatrical productions you know the camaraderie Mm -hmm. yep very very beautiful uh friendships formed here man So I bet the next big question is, you know, how is it going to work with all this COVID business? We just have to take it in strides, man. We are preparing as best as we can for uh, as, uh, minor setbacks. If if we need to make adjustments as we go, um, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. But we have several different measures uh, in place from uh, up in our social distance, our up, upening up, uh, excuse me, upping our social distance standards with uh, audience seatings. Um, we have made extra strides to making sure that uh, the schedules won't be too much of a uh, be too much of a hassle to work through in the event that we have to reschedule. But all in all, our mentality is the show must go on and it will go on as uh, as long as God says the same. <laughs> Yeah. So what's the situation with the separate rooms throughout the play? So the separate rooms is a mini theater approach uh, that I've 
adopted from a mini theater in Spain. I was I had the the privilege to be able to visit and uh, my thought process in selecting the show was like, how can we do a show that would still allow us to social distance, uh, that would be safe and enjoyable? And we, we worked through a couple of different options. And I, I just remembered this experience. And I was like, that'd be cool to introduce here at St. Joe. So I ran it by Dr. Kinsey. She thought it was a great idea. Then I um, ran it by my supervisor here and as Mr. Russell, who's our fine arts chair, he thought it was a great idea. And, and from there, it was just trying to figure out how it's going to work and how do we make sure that it's still a very immersive experience. Uh, so each classroom, there's seven different classroom spaces we'll be using will be transformed into a small little uh, stage so to speak. And a lot of this, these shows and the selections behind them are strongly dependent on the actors uh, and, and their performance. Uh, so I know in the past that we've focused a lot on the spectacle of the play. This one is a lot of focusing on the talent of the actors themselves. So it, it, I think it gives our actors a great opportunity especially for our seventh graders. If we were to do it our traditional way, the shows would have been maybe five minutes. The actors would have had five minutes of performing and then they're, and then they're done. Uh, this way that we're doing it, uh, this allows that five minute performance to now be a 30 minute performance, which is uh, is a good bit of time, especially yeah. if you're a seventh grader and this is your first time ever do, or if you, this is your first time ever doing a show, it gives you a lot more stage time instead of you being an extra or, or an ensemble uh, character in a musical. So I think this this kind of had uh, it, it, multifaceted benefits to it. So well, it came, it's coming together really well, and I'm excited to see how the, the audience appreciates it. Yeah, I mean, I think it helps everyone's self-esteem. You know, there's no lead roles, so mm -hmm. you know you're going to get a good role if you try out and do good. Right, and and, and that's that was uh, the beauty behind the script, because... Uh, in each one of the shows, you're both the main, like you're both the stars. Or so, uh, I think at most we have three uh, actors in one show, and even then, like the the show revolves around all three people. So y it's really hard to feel left out or like you don't have a key role in this show. So everybody has a time to shine. Yeah. I mean, and the crew, that's a little different this year with the crew. Everyone's a stage manager. Yep, everybody's a crew, uh, everybody's a stage team, everybody's a stage manager. Uh, they have an opportunity to get get an experience of what it's like to, uh, to be the one calling the show and the director's away. Um, they are given uh, many prompt books, which are notebooks to help them know what goes where at what time and like how to make sure that the show goes on uh and so again this is a, a great opportunity for middle schoolers uh to kind of get a hand in how to how to be uh the big dogs on campus so to speak so yeah, I, I remember i started with stage management yeah. and it was good it was yeah fun. it's 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 a it's a it's a big responsibility <laughs> and they've 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 taken on to it very well and and are really excited and are really doing some great work and I've been able to see a different level of maturity out of our middle schoolers who are taking on this role and uh and the high school that we have doing it as well so it's really cool seeing them do that mm -hmm. yeah and there's the seniors you know this is like their last 
play or their last fall play to ever do other than like the musical yeah man so and and with this one um i think it's i think it's a very special way to to have your your last show as well um to be able to say that you had the spotlight even just for a little bit mm-hmm. and you get to do that seven times in a night yes. <laughs> yeah so uh these singers get to perform 21 times total by the end of their it's, by the end of this show run so it's crazy. <laughs> yeah it's, it's it's pretty cool mm-hmm. so then there's you know the set builds you know everyone's mm-hmm. working together to build the different sets and it's probably harder since you've got to build like seven different sets right yeah um Kinda. It's not as taxing as we thought it was going to be. Uh, these sh- a couple of the shows already require a classroom setting. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's just a matter of how do we take what we have uh, and make it work for the world of the characters. Um, and, and it's from there, it's uh, being able to look at our resources and say, all right, well, what can we build that would still be easy to take down at night for our students that won't take too much time and allow the teachers to have their classrooms uh, back up uh, for for their school day? And uh, being able to put my head together with a couple of other parents, uh, it, it it was not as daunting as it seemed in the in the beginning processes in. You'd be surprised what we can do with foam and tape and paint. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so it's, it's coming together really well. Um, I think the tricky part uh, was the trying to build things that won't break. Yeah. Uh, because again, we 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 do that. We've had to perform this show uh, in rehearsals and in tech, and these these sets uh, have to fit through. Uh, maybe doorway. yeah, ten inch, do- uh, ten feet doorways, and normally our sets are double that size. Yeah, so it was like, how do we, how do we, where do we store these things? How do, how do we move it in on a daily basis? And 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 again, all that to say, once we figured it out, putting it up on his feet, getting pictures of it, it's like, okay, this worked. Yeah, let's go. All right, <laughs> now back to focusing on the acting part of it, but. It, it it definitely came together really well, and again, big shout out to all the uh, all the cast and crew parents that mm-hmm. came in and put in their extra time out on the weekends and even during the weekdays uh, in the evenings, coming in to help uh, sketch out brick, helping to paint, and and these a lot of our parents are like our students. They're wearing multiple hats, having uh, several different responsibilities, including being a parent, and they still come in volunteer extra time so i think uh that's a very special thing that i've come to appreciate that's unique to saint joe so big shout out to the parents yeah the the those sets that they built they're like amazing mm-hmm. the, i know our my set in my group is like bricks that looked hard to build mm-hmm. how was that to build? um or well, to an architect <laughs> to an architect or uh or an engineer it it they made it look elementary but uh for me, who's who has a hard time drawing a a perfect circle uh, with the circumference, like <laughs> yeah. it, it can be a different story. But um, I want to say the parent that came and did that it took him two two nights. 
to knock wow. out a, a three panel a three panel brick wall uh and it folds it, it looks amazing uh and I wanted to be very careful not to do anything extra with it because I'm pretty sure we're going to need that brick wall for other shows in the future. So, yeah. Yeah, he, he made it look easy, really easy. Yeah, that's another thing we do. You know, recycling pieces from old plays. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure the lampposts, don't those have the base of the pillars from Sister Act? Uh, yeah, in a sense. So there's... There's a couple of pieces, a lot of pieces actually that are that are recycled for the show. Um, uh, unfortunately, we didn't get a chance to to show the world Saint, uh, excuse me, Sister Act. But there are a lot of pieces that are kind of like Easter eggs from it for the people who worked in uh, rehearsing uh, Sister Act who might be able to come and see the show uh, this year. But uh, there is a there's a police station that was used in Sister Act that's here in the show. There's a living room uh, set that's here in the show. There's a lot of a lot of Easter eggs from Sister Act uh, that's that's <laughs> hidden throughout yeah. these seven shows. So uh, we we you know we kind of had to make use of it, and it was heartbreaking uh, to to have to take take it apart, but. Um, the fact that it, it didn't feel like it went all to waste, it, it, it helps. <laughs> right. uh, I think we're going to have to take an ad break here. Uh, we will be right back. The Bruin Buzz Live is under the umbrella of Bruin Broadcasting Network, which is part of the award-winning student-produced journalism department at St. Joseph Catholic School. All of the work we produce is entirely student-done under the advisory of Mr. Terry Casarino, with Principal Dina Kinsey's approval. None of the work we do would be possible without the generous support of our sponsors. Sponsorship is how we keep our journalism programs going and make sure shows like this can air every week for you, the listener. This show, The Bruin Buzz Live, is made possible by C Spire, Doug Thomas Percussion, Bank Plus, Bell Brothers Incorporated, The Blanchard Group, Brad Miller EXP Realty, Brinch Drugs, Brunini, Grantham, Grower & Hughes, Clemens Realty, CrossFit Fossil Fields, and John B. Stewart Real Estate Appraiser and Consultant. All right, you're, you're back on the Bruin Buzz Live. I'm your host, Turner Brown, and we've got uh, Mr. Madison Rupendo here. Hey, hey. So we've been talking about how the plays coming up, these, the, like at the end of this week, you know, I'm pretty sure that's causing a lot of excitement amongst that the crew and cast. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think a lot of students are ready for people to see the hard work that they've put in. Um, it, again, with all the adjustments to COVID, uh, with the stresses that just come with being a student in your middle and high school years, uh, to for some people this was the uh, the biggest commitment they've had in a long time. Uh, with them being uh, with them being seventh graders, uh, they are very excited to see uh, the audience come and uh, appreciate the gift that they have in store for them. So uh, they're really looking forward to this week. Uh, they're really looking forward to uh, being able to again have some have somebody and people to share this this moment with. Mm-hmm. I remember last year we had that cast party. Is there a situation on that for this year? Um, to be continued. <laughs> uh, we're still trying to figure out because 
the the cast parties have been a special mm-hmm. moment for uh, everybody to unwind and show their appreciation for one another. Uh, lots of hugs and rewards, and it's oh, yeah, yeah, rewards. yeah, and it's the tricky part is trying to figure out how to do that in a way that that's safe. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, because, like you said, it is the week of the show, and so far, majority of our performances have been done with masks on, um, and with the food and the gifts and the treats that we usually share on that day. It's like, how do we do this in a healthy way? Uh, so we're still working that out, but we have a we have a couple of days to still work with uh, work with our parents and some other staff members to get that together. So definitely to be continued. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I remember those earlier practices. They were kind of, I know, like the middle practices are not rough, but then the first go practices and the last practices of a play are always super rough. Yeah, and at the beginning, a lot of it is you can't do much until you learn your lines. You also got blocking, which uh, for those who are not familiar with that term, it's uh, memorizing where you're supposed to go at what moment in uh, in certain parts of the script. So when you're focused on trying to make sure you just got the words together or you are trying to understand your character, because at this point, they're just words on a sheet of paper, you can't really do much. So it's really, really, really heavy push for memorizing lines. From there, we try to spend, we actually did spend a couple of couple of days, like a week and a half of really uh, breaking down the characters. So it kind of turned into theater class instead of like rehearsal, but really understanding the characters and who, who these people are and not trying to make this character uh, somebody that we are in a certain situation. It's, it's how is this person different from you? Uh, what are some of the things you notice from the script that they had they have that makes them real like a nervous tick uh, an insecurity something that excites them uh, what about this script tells you that this person is from the south what about this script tells you that this is somebody who uh, has an allergy you know it's so we we take a especially with this particular show that is like I said uh, previously is so dependent on the acting of it um, it's rough because it, it really takes time to read this script over and over and over again before we even start acting it, before we even start going through the movements of it. So, um, and then you fast forward towards the end of the show. It's like, all right, it feels like we don't have we don't have enough time. Let's get it. Oh, I'm still messing up on my lines. Oh, I'm missing this costume piece. Oh, we still need this thing. We still have sound. I still need to eat and be human. So it's it's a lot crammed into a little time. And but again, as always, it feels like it just comes together somehow by the grace of God. Yeah. <laughs> I know the one of the most challenging parts is probably you know the limited space we have in the smaller classrooms. Um, I think it's. I would say it's definitely a lot easier with it being a smaller cast uh, in each show. Um, the tricky part is the audience. How do how do we yeah. set up the audience to where they're not um, uh, oh, blocking each other from the view, and again trying to keep them within social distancing guidelines. And we 
we had to figure out how to keep these numbers small uh, in the in within the same range of, of people that we have in, in the classrooms. But uh, overall, it wasn't that bad in um, working working the size of the show to the number of actors. I think had we had a show that had more cast members in it, that would have been a different story. Yeah. But this was this was fairly easy as far as trying to figure out how big it needs to be, and uh, the classrooms don't create too much of an obstacle, other than how do we get the set in there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know all the cast have been taught how to like be part of the crew basically and how to move their set pieces. Yeah, because it's a shared responsibility. Um, we don't want to get our students in the mentality of I'm I'm the star of the show. Mm-hmm. I've done my I've done my part in just memorizing um, my lines and I'm the star. Everything revolves around me. So to have to have the actors actually be a part of the set building, actually be a part of cleaning up after the show and learning how to put this thing up it's almost like uh it's almost like a remember remember what goes into this there are other people who are part of this show that you could not do this show without you need to learn how this works you need to be a helping hand this isn't just about you this is about everybody that's part of the show yeah i know that like everyone thinks theatrical theater is like you know, you just got to memorize your lines and say them, but there's a mental part of it, you know, mm-hmm. keeping yourself humble and all that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely, man. And um, um, my professor told me it's something that I don't, I don't think, I don't think it really set in until he shared it with me. But he he told me that in the in in the professional world of theater the most replaceable part of the show is the actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cause... <laughs> like the crew, the director, the sound guy, the likes guy. They're all like those trained. people. Like, yeah, those are trained people who have job security because they are very particular to this. Uh, this yeah, this portion of the show. Mm-hmm. We can go outside and find somebody yeah. who can read lines if we just really wanted somebody else we could teach them and how to do this and deliver these lines in a way that's believable but you're not going to be able to walk outside and pick up a guy who knows how to uh fix uh fix lights who know how to focus uh focus the lighting instruments or who can run a sound booth but everybody can in a sense be taught how to act Mm -hmm. so i think it it really sets in differently um how how much stage managers and crew hands are worth their weight in gold when you start to kind of help out with them and see what their responsibility is along with being a student <laughs> again and uh and just being a person having their own lives outside of their show all right yeah i think another challenging part would with the whole character building it's kind of harder with the smaller plays, because you don't know as much about them, but you can still get so much information out of a small amount of lines. Yeah, and and that's where the fun part comes in, um, because if you are given, if you're given your your 
uh, your borders, so to speak. If you know that this person has to function within this wall, this person has a bum leg, this person has um, an Irish accent, this person has a phobia of clocks. Everything else is from your imagination. And that's where the fun of the actors come in because it's like, all right, well, as long as the choices that I make make sense with the script and make sense with what's here, I can take this, I can take this wherever it needs to go. And so that's where, and, and I was explaining this to uh, one of my uh, actors Saturday, we were uh, working through his show. I was like, we're, we as actors have to get back into that portion of our imagination that uh, believed that the floor was lava when we were kids. Oh, yeah. And so when we, when we tap back into that place of our imagination, it's like, all right, well, how do we, how do we get what's, how do we get what's in our mind and how we see these characters again that make sense to the script and present that and put it into play when we start our performance? Yeah, I know some of the most fun part is getting into character. Like, I know I've been like getting almost too much into character, you know, yelling and screaming. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, man. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, I know you've probably, it's probably fun for you to, you know, you used to probably be an actor in the past, you know, acting, and then now you're looking back onto the younger generation mm-hmm. going into theater. Has that, like, been fun? Yeah, it's really cool to see um, students who are coming into this uh, as their own. And uh, as somebody who's still doing shows now, I think it's I think it's cool to see who else is joining the craft. Um, it, it's not it's not a sense of uh, it's it's not like we're handing this off. It's, mm-hmm. it's not for for people who are acting and are choosing to do this when just as as long as God allows us to it's more like a who who else is joining the team who else do I get to work with in the future um I'm doing shows with children who are as young as five you know in the show so it's just like it's cool to see who else and how else uh, God is putting these. T- uh, who else God is putting these talents in, and how how they're being used, and and at what age? So, I think it's it's always encouraging and inspiring to see uh, actors of all age step onto the stage or step in front of a camera. And it's also um, it's also like a, a good reminder that this doesn't end for you. Um, you, you don't age out of this thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially not at, not if this is what you truly believe God has called you to do. You don't age out. Uh, there's just there's different levels to it, uh, and a, you almost get into this competitive mentality too, where it's like, oh, I can't slack off. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's always there's always another person who is just as talented, just as creative, who can step in, and if you want that role, you're hungry enough for it. You're gonna have to work hard, and uh, so it's it's a great experience, very humbling and very exciting too. Mm-hmm. So I think that's all the time you have. Again, I'm your host Turner Brown, and this has been the Bruin Buzz Live. Cool. Good. 
The Brew and Buzz Live is a production of the St. Joseph Catholic School Journalism Program. The Brew and Buzz Live is copyright 2020 by St. Joseph Catholic School and Brew and Broadcasting. This show airs on WJXCLP Fridays at 5 p.m. and repeats on Mondays at 7.30 a.m. It is also available on most podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Podbean, and others. Today's opening and closing song is Over and Out, performed by Mayor and written by Adrian Dominic Walther and Joanna Kranich, and published by Boss Soundstripe Productions. This song is used by special arrangement through Soundstripe. For more information, visit Soundstripe at www.sondstrip.com. Be sure to join us next week for another edition of the Bruin Buzz Live.